Panic disorder, rage, severe depression On top of all that, I'm stressing uh -huh. Took a blind date to my therapy session And then tried to kill her Her first impression was I'm groovy I gotta be, I need a lumbotomy yes. But when I press play, trouble leaves up out of me Fuck the real world and my fat ass stuck in Cause in my music, hotties are fucking Woo. expression Getting out all I wrote Depression, ripping out all your throat And if my hearing was ever to go Mass murder would be inevitable I'm a Welcome to Maniacal Music Musings. I'm your host, Jeremy. And just like Damien, I'm going to kill you. In a miracle, we are back to bring you beautiful doom. I found a body, and I pled guilty because it's all over. Stop being greedy because I got five on it, my love. My co-host, however, he's in your face and known to do a zombie slide from time to time. He's over a bitch named Vera Lee because he don't want no broke hoes. <laughs> he ain't no player hater, but he's our hero. Motherfucking Chancy Grife. What's up? And our guest this week. Yes, we are not doing it live this week, as you'll come to find out. Because our guest this week is a loose cannon in his own way. And I need to be able to edit certain things that are said. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> our guest this our guest this week though is Chancy's roommate and one of his best friends, Don Vito himself. What's up, people? <laughs> I'll Vito. try my best to behave today. I, I appreciate I appreciate you, <laughs> motherfucker. Chancy, <laughs> shut up. Don Vito, I need you to do me a favor. If you do me this favor. <laughs> In return, <laughs> I'll try not to edit you as much as I probably should. <laughs> but you come to me on this day of my daughter's wedding, and you ask me a favor. <laughs> Someday I may come to you. This day may never come. <laughs> you, you know those are pro you know those are some some probably some happy motherfuckers when that day never came, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, I got a freebie. <laughs> but no, it's like, oh, what the hell is it? that TV show where like somebody like saves someone's life and like they have to do them a favor, but and like they drive by this guy's house for like years just to make sure he's. Oh, it was in, it was on Batman animated series. Fucking joke, like joke. This guy owes Joker a favor, or Joker makes make Joker makes it seem that way, and he, and Joker has this guy who's like keep up on this guy for like years even when he moves like halfway across the country <laughs> and then like and, and, and then like five six years later that joker finally calls him the favor <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic episode it's a classic episode of batman animated series but it's just funny because this guy's like a fucking nobody <laughs> like joker is joker basically needs to be like a suicide bomber but that was one of the best versions of freaking Joker. It was on the animated series. Y yes, that and I will say I like Gotham and I like Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol Joker, not Doom Patrol. Titans Joker. Even though you never see him, actually, you just hear him beat killing Robin. Yeah. So, but I like and I, and I like uh, what the fuck's it called? Uh, the Killing Joke Batman from the movie they did. Yeah, that was a great comic book too. The graphic novel for that's fucking super good. Yeah, it is, and the, the, the that cartoon Joker. I think Mark Hamill still voiced him, but he, he was fucking amazing. But yeah, well, we can start this show with 
And we're going to start with Vito's albums first, of course, because he's the guest. What album did you bring, Vito, and why did you bring it? All right, mine was Operation Stackola by the Loonies. And it was it was the first rap album I ever listened to. Because, like, I grew up like everybody does. You know, their parents' music is what they fucking listen to. Till I got to about middle school, and then I got corrupted. So that was the first rap album I ever listened to. And it's a great album on top of that, so. Chancey, what did you think of Vito's album? Uh, honestly, like, the first time I ever actually heard it all the way through was for the show. And uh, I can't say that I was, you know, disappointed or anything like that. There wasn't, I mean, there was stuff I could skip, but it, there wasn't anything like, I don't really have any roasts for any of these albums, really, which is kind Ooh. of disappointing for me. I am honored, I think. <laughs> I well, you never know. I, I may come up with something on the fly when we get to your album, though. I don't think I don't think you can. I, I'm oh, okay. No, there, there's definitely one song that anybody can make a fucking roast out of, but we'll get to that. But as far as loonies go, yeah, same same as Chansey. I've never listened to any of their albums all the way through. The only song this album I ever even heard was "I Got Five On It." Of course, That's and, most people they they know "I Got Five On It," and then they don't even know who it is by. They just know the song, and it's like right. And I that's basically that's exactly what happened to me because I heard it first through Twisted's version. Yeah, and like that's why I heard first, and then like eventually I heard Looney's album, and I was like version, and I was like, Twisted's is better. But twisted, twisted early, especially early twisted when they would have done it was was really good. Yeah, I think it, I think it was on Man's Myth or Mutant. It was on one of those on as a bonus. It was just called it was called bonus. It wasn't even called like I got five on it. It was just called bonus. Yeah, and it was like a cover of that song. I think it's the two of them and Blazer Dead Homie maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure about the Blaze part, but so yeah, Looney was good though. I enjoyed the album and I was able to get three honorable mentions even so it definitely had enough good tracks and uh i got let's just say i got 10 honorable mentions for a certain cd but we'll get there eventually <laughs> i wonder which one that one could be i wonder what cd that could be <laughs> yeah me, i wonder too it's, a, it's such a fucking mystery but Vito, what are your top five for your cd and you can start with any any honorable mentions you have and then go five to one uh, I don't. I didn't do any honorable mentions for any of them, um, mm. or else I probably would have done a bunch for everyone. Uh, my number five was pled. It was plead guilty. Um, my number four was put the lead on you. Uh, my number three was nine hundred blame a nigga, because that whole the whole song, especially their their white guy voices when they're yeah. mocking the cops, <laughs> were so great. And then my number two is I got five on it. Yo, we match on that. My number one was fifty one fifty. That is my absolute favorite song off that album. It always has been. the The intro skit, the whole the whole song is just 
great. I fucking absolutely love that song. Something else, but I gotta see what else they have. But Chancy, <laughs> what are your what are your top five for his CD? Uh, for me, number five was "She's Just a Freak," <laughs> and uh, uh, number four, I think what your number was it? You know, your number four was "Put Lead on It," wasn't it? Put the lead on you, yeah. Yeah. See, I did plead guilty as my number four. Uh, number three was uh, I'll just call it nine hundred blame because I ain't doing it. We'll edit Vito. We won't edit me. You can mock me all you want, sir. I don't care. Uh, number two uh, was 5150. My number one... Obviously. What? <laughs> what? Uh, obviously what? Obviously. I know you ain't leaving that song off Actually, my number one was the intro. I, I could have called that too. Also, I knew you were going to be ready for that, so I have another one on standby. The outro. Of course you, do. Of course you fucking did, Chancy. <laughs> but for real, though, my number one was actually I got five on it. But I had to fucking just lead you right down the line. And I told you, Vito. I told you. Watch his face. He's going to be like this motherfucker. That is something I liked about the old rap albums. They had little skits and intros and outros and shit like that. Oh, motherfucker. Wait. Motherfucker. My CD had more skits than a fucking fucking analog of those albums. (laughs) I do like. Well, I don't know. DMX DMX loves the skits. DMX has got a bunch of skits on almost all of them. DMX only did like four fucking albums and he died. And he was in jail for like half. That's month. not true. And he did like six or seven. He put out yeah, a couple after he got out of prison. Six or seven. That's why. Versus yeah, he put out like two or three after he got out of prison. I think Versus there was even more than that because, like, when I went to look through it on my YouTube music, there was a. Uh, I think he did five before he got out of prison. There was a fistful of them. Like, you got mine, flesh of my flesh, uh. Well, actually, one of them I think they put out after he died, so I don't know if that really counts or not. Yeah, I think he had one that came out not long after he died. So I don't know. I don't know if that counts or not, but... Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten... Oh, double digits. He put out 12. Oh, he does some shit. There are are rappers out there that have put out like 30, 40 albums, so... I get that, but he also died... Of solid. Oh yeah. And was in prison for a while. And the, was in prison the for a while. The number two minute. most ghetto motherfucker in the history of rap, selling crack when that. he's got millions in the bank. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, DMX? Like, come on. He's got to get that cash. Yeah. And I, I'm gonna put out a warning for our listeners: if anybody in this panel drops the N word, it is only for because it's part of the lyrics of a song or in the title of a song. Is not us saying it, considered in quotation marks as something that's already been said, and we're just copying what they said. So, blame the rappers. Blame the rappers. Don't blame us. (laughs) Because 900, blame a blank. (laughs) Right. But my honorable mentions for Vito C, though, were Broke Egos, because that's how I'm going to do it. Broke Egos. 
there. That was a good bro- one. Brocos, because <laughs> I, I've I've dated plenty of brocos and didn't realize they were broke until a couple months in. So, because <laughs> because I'm a gentleman, and I pay for the first few months anyway, because that's what the gentleman does. Yeah. But, and my last honorable mention was play a hater. Because I yeah, that wasn't bad. I've been hating players since high school, and I've been fucking telling girls to hate those motherfuckers too. So yeah. <laughs> Don't hate but, the player, hate the game. My number five is actually reminiscent of the of the bracket that's going to be dropping for this out before this, and it's Yellow Brick Road. Oh yeah, that's the one where we talk shit about Master P. <laughs> yeah, it is. You ain't no ice cream man. Number four is She's a Freak because it reminds me of like a Twisted song, kind of. My number three was 900 Blama Ega because that song's fucking hilarious and it's that's great. Number three? Yeah. We matched. That's that was, yeah. that was such a good song with their freaking voices. And it's reminiscent, like it was it came out in 95, right after Rodney King and OJ and they're from Oakland, so fucking we all know how Southern California cops are. They're fucking racist as shit. But shouldn't it be 800 and 900? Because 900 is usually sex lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, they're going to make then, that money. Back then, there was a lot of 900 for everything, though. You got to forget, this is 95 when it came out. So, like, right. 900 fucking something or another. Even the WWF had a uh, 900 number to get, like, numbers that were the porn outcomes, of, outcomes of uh, pay-per-view matches and shit. Yeah, or you can talk to friggin' superstars and shit after their matches. Right, right. Well, my number two was I got five on it. But, yeah. And, you know, when I first when I first started listening to the CD, I'm like, I wonder if there actually will be a track that will beat I got five on it for number one. I wonder. And it wasn't until almost the end of the CD that finally happened. Because my number one was Plead Guilty. Oh yeah, yeah. Because because that reminds me of an Esham song, hundred percent. So, like that. Uh, there's actually there actually is an Esham, Esham song I'm thinking of. I can't think of the name, but it's, it reminds me of that, hundred <laughs> percent. You've heard that thing, Nancy, on Judgment Day. It's the one where he, it's the one where it's like, Your Honor, we are here today. Like it starts off like in a courtroom. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that song when Chance was listening to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Esham did come out a good 10 years before DMX did, so I mean, he probably did hear the song at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, Esham's old school. But, Chansey, whose album do you want to go to next? Mine or yours? Uh, let's go with yours, because... Uh, uh, you sure you want to do that? <laughs> well, yeah, because, I mean... With mine... Oh, I mean, we actually, you know what? We could go with mine. I'll go with mine. That's fine. Usually, I always go last because I got something up my sleeve or some kind of bullshit fucking joke up, you know, ready to cock locked and ready to rock. <laughs> but I'm going to start by saying on my album, I'm pulling a J. <laughs> like everything goes, everything goes on the list. Well, I'm in a hotel room. If you want to come pull a J, pull a J. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are you are in uh you are in fucking that kind of country. You're rich white folk like the hotel rendezvous. Right. <laughs> but honestly, like well, I never 
for me, the reason I picked this album was because I. It always reminded me, actually, back to like, you know, hearing the anthem for the first time when I was in like middle school or whatever. With my buddy, it was actually like middle school, just in the, actually it was middle school because my buddy just got his permit. Shelby, you know, you know who I'm talking about, Vito. Yeah. He had got a, he got a, he got a Chrysler LeBaron. It was red with a white top. And we rode around and we listened to that thing. And uh, a friend of ours, he uh, bought this like souped up Mustang, like racing car. And then like I kept telling him, like I was like, dude, you got to get a different motor in this thing. The car that you have is designed to go fast. You need to not drive it to school every day. <laughs> and he ended up just he just wrecked that engine. But he was like ultra Christian, so he got the same album, but <laughs> edited. Ugh. So like, I don't know if anybody's ever tried to listen to a DMX album or song edited but it's literally just like because they had the music video for it yeah everything else on that whole album never made a video for any of it <laughs> oh dude it was just it's just so bad but i just loved like just the stories like the, there's so many there's so many classic songs of his that are on just that album yeah, it was and, it was definitely one of the albums that you, there's nothing to skip. Like I listened through the whole thing; it's great. It, it was really good. His first two albums, especially, were just amazing. End of yeah. review. <laughs> well, as our guest, Vito gets to give his review if he just didn't give it. It was a, I I bought that album. When it came out, I'd freaking had it in my Walkman, fucking walking around school with my fucking headphones on and shit. That album, that whole album was amazing. I absolutely love that album. It is a good album, but I mean, I mean, I always was one of those people who knew DMX's hits, but I never owned any of his albums. Like I knew all the hits and shit, but I never owned any of his shit. His his album, especially his first two. I mean, there wasn't a lot that came out. Like his first album, Rough, Rough Riders Anthem, was it. This is the only thing they had a music video for, but the whole album is just they're really good. His storytelling and his songs is just so great, especially his early albums. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to bring a DMX album to the table, what the? I can't find it. I'm thinking of what flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. No, it's not. No. Um, oh, no. I, I would have brought the definition of X. Oh, uh, yeah. Because X going to give it to you. But Yeah. That was that was another good album. Had quite a few songs. That one probably had the most singles off it, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. it had, but you I know, mean... they put a bunch of his songs in movies and shit like that. And... But for the first time hearing this album all the way through, it wasn't. 
it wasn't bad. I mean, I got three honorable mentions, so it wasn't it wasn't bad, and I was able to enjoy it. But of course, I got to like the last two songs, and my fucking boss called a fucking manager team meeting, and it was like twenty five minutes long. So I'm like driving, <laughs> waiting to get back to the fucking music. I was like, come on. <laughs> but so, Vito, what were your top five for your album? All right, my number five. I mean, for for Chancey's album, not your album. Was the Let Me Fly. Uh, My number four was the combo. Ooh, we match. Uh, Three is for my dogs. Two is Rough Riders Anthem. Ooh, we match. And number one was Damien. Oh, we match again. Damien, (laughs) Damien, the whole his first four albums have the whole first four songs. It's all they all go together. Uh, the, the whole all four of them are great, but Damien is my favorite song on that album. The just the story that he told with it and everything it was so good. And it was really relatable when it came out because when it came out, you know, I was just starting to get into fucking the game and all that other shit. You know, I was fucking fourteen, getting into fucking hoodlum shit, and it was just really it was great. It should have deterred me, but it didn't. <laughs> goddamn, goddamn hoodlums, but. <laughs> But yeah, and oh my god, I was just dying laughing because I'm what I have family guy on in the background in the hotel room, and it's the episode <laughs> where Peter where Peter becomes their teacher, and like he starts riding around their desk like in you know, a scooter naked, and he's like, <laughs> "Come on, kids, join me!" And like Chris gets behind him and he keeps going around in circles with him. He's like, "Chris, A, Meg, F." <laughs> <laughs> I see no one cracks me up, and this is why we're going to start our watch along show soon, Chancy. But. <laughs> It'll, it'll be a while before we get to that. He's the family guy, but I eventually, eventually, hopefully. So, Chancy, what were your top five for your own CD? Because I totally fucked up the order of that one, but whatever. No, it's all good, man. Uh, <laughs> since I pulled a J, I actually have uh, four honorable mentions outside of everything just being fucking awesome. Uh, for me, number nine was uh, Done Started Something. Uh, eight was the convo. Uh, seven was ATF. Uh, number six was X is coming. Uh, number five was uh, like Mickey's, you know, crime story. Oh, actually, we matched the number six, kind of. Oh, nice. Uh, number four was Let Me Fly. And then uh, number three was the uh, the storm and look through my eyes because I liked how five? the what you didn't do number five yeah I did it was Mickey yeah, and Crime oh. Story oh okay the, I like the skit thing. and the song yeah ah, okay. I, I put them both together since they played into one another seamlessly yeah. and then like I said number three was the storm and then look through my eyes because they did the same thing and unlike y'all. Uh, my number two was Damien. I dug it, and I noticed on how he had done other Damien songs. Uh, but for me, number one was the Rough Riders anthem because that was like that was the shit we were just jamming in that little LeBaron with the top down, just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, 13, 13 years old, causing trouble in the Chrysler LeBaron. Hey, that LeBron drop top was no joke, man. No joke. Hey, thirteen year, thirteen year old choir girl, Chancy Grive, trying to be a badass. <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. 
But no, all right. So. Wait, speaking of Choir Girl, have you listened to that? Have you listened to that cover that I did that I sent you for? No, I haven't. You haven't. I, Mother I'm a manager, motherfucker. I'm a manager, I don't know that. I haven't listened to it either. <laughs> you dirty son of a bitch. <laughs> you have this way. So it goes uh, this way. Both of you. You still have to send it mm. to me, though. Oh, yeah, my bad. Well, just shoot me your email address sometime and then I'll shoot it over or whatever. I'll just listen to it on your phone. Valid. <laughs> it's not like we yeah, don't live in the same fucking the same house. house. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's this. It's this up to the family guy. I forgot about that. <laughs> the gayest music video ever made. Dancing in the streets. <laughs> because huh. Keith Richard, Keith Richard, uh, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger are like right in each other's fucking faces, like the whole video. Or uh, who was it? <laughs> Mick, ja- what was it? Uh, Mick Jagger and uh, Springsteen, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. It sounds about right. Are you sure? Oh, no, it's like uh, you no, no, no. in the news. No, it's Mick Jagger and um, David Bowie. Oh uh, yeah, fuck that. How like, you, sir? And literally in the video, they both look like like they're cross-dressing in a way, and like, well, that's just David Bowie. <laughs> and they're dancing. Oh yeah, but and they're both like dancing face to face and like shit and like getting so close to each other's faces the whole time. It's so. I will hear no bad things about the Gobble King, sirs. All right. All right. Well, you mean the Goblin King? Yeah, you leave his uh, extremely noticeable bulge out of this, all right? <laughs> Whole Do you mean that cod oh. piece? Eh, probably. <laughs> I mean, he he ain't no odor sungerous, but right. <laughs> and, no, and I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Chancey's I'm pretty sure Chancey when he came close to that cod piece, not the other one, so <laughs> just yeah. No, I didn't I didn't get close to David Bowie, but I sure as fuck got I got covered real. by fucking odorous, man. <laughs> it was it was traumatic. You were came on by another man. Uh, uh an alien nonetheless. <laughs> well, that's not gay if it's an alien, right? Touche. <laughs> Touche, sir. Touche, sir. I mean, I mean, different plans, different standards. So I agree with that. But, but, so for for Chancy CD, my three honorable mentions were number eight, "Look Into My Eyes," "Look Through My Eyes," which it reminded me of a Killer C song, uh, "Look Into My Eyes." And we're we're gonna get to Killer C, Killer C eventually on this show because "Look Into My Eyes" and I'll tell you what I see. A bitch ass motherfucker looking back at me. Mm. I love that. I love that fucking song. But my number seven was Stop Being Greedy. Cause that was a good song. And yeah. my number six was my number six was X is coming. But my number five was Iga's Done Started Something. Cause that's a good way to end the CD. I like that. I like that ending song. As soon as I saw the title, I'm like, and the people on, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna like this one, I think. But number four is the convo. Number three was, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh my god! Yeah, there was. I can feel it. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, oh, what? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I was like, hold up. When the fuck did Phil Collins show up here? <laughs> and the sample that DMX chose. But that's valid. That's valid. But I was but just like, wait. I, I love a good. I, I love a good. 
sample and so I do love I. That fucking, I love that Phil Collins song because coming in the air makes me laugh and giggle every time. <laughs> coming in the air, like when your wife gets off you mid ride and you just come in the air. <laughs> but, my number two. My number two was, of course, Rough Riders Anthem. Because I love the fucking meme on Facebook when it's the firefighter telling the kids, now during a fire, you stop, <laughs> drop, and all the kids shouting back, shut them down, open up, shop. Damn right. But You know, I was actually number- thinking about, because Raxus is supposed to learn his stop, drop, and roll. I was thinking about doing that shit. Oh, really? I, was like, I was thinking about it, and I, I was like, nah, I better not. <laughs> I'm no, gonna get my ass. I'll get my problem. ass kicked. <laughs> but if you, but if you start singing that in front of your, in front of your girls, she might twerk for you. No, I meant like just you know, like a t, you know, because it's part of his homework is to learn the whole stop, drop, and roll thing. So like he goes to school tomorrow, and they're all like, "Oh, what did you learn about this?" And he's you know, stop, drop, and then all of a sudden, this one kid shut out of nowhere, shut him down, open up shop. Now I'm getting a phone call. Like I know inherently, I'm getting a phone call. Uh, I don't First of all, you you're would. not a parent if you don't get a phone call from preschool about some shit your kids doing. <laughs> I got one. I got one once. I was golden pissed in the freaking playground during recess, and I was like, "That's my fault." I told him if he's got to go, fucking just whip it out and pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I had I had to teach my son not to pull down his pants all the way at urinals in public. <laughs> We, I remember like, this discussion. Yeah, yeah that's always fun. He, Don't pull him all the way down in public. Why? Because the people yeah. out here. <laughs> but he, he's a, he was a full asser till I told him straight. My, my little cousin did the same thing too until I told him, like, Don't do that, man. Some guy's going to come up behind you and, like, fucking try to do shit to you. <laughs> but, Give him the old thumb. <laughs> the old thumbs up. And of course, my number one for DMX was Damien. Because anything related to Damien or the devil, I have to love. It's in my teenage wannabe satanic fucking mind. <laughs> so, yeah, Damien there's actually four of those songs. Like, there's first four albums. The second album is uh, it's called The Omen, and it's got Marilyn Manson yeah. on it. I I know that. Trust me. If Marilyn Manson's involved in it, I have an idea of it. Yeah, that's that's the second. Uh, there's, there's the first four albums. Is there's the four parts to the whole Damien story. That's my favorite Eminem thing ever. Is when Marilyn Manson performed. Uh, yeah, I am at. Uh, that was so m- awkward too. Course. Manson look awkward as fuck out there. <laughs> yeah, in fucking gangster rap clothes and shit, instead yeah. of usual black attire. Like especially back then. Nowadays, he could get wear that shit and get away with it. But now, back then, hell no. I mean, now he looks like somebody's old aunt but he does he really does he needs to lay off that absence and start taking his ass around the block a time or two <laughs> yeah I, I i don't think i even listened to his new newest cd fully yet i, I don't mean i haven't listened to anything in hollywood hollywood was such trash no oh i love hollywood no it was such garbage he no, recycled everything recycled music on that one it was. It was not. I did not. Dude, as soon as as soon as I saw the video for Tainted Love," I gave up all hope on I, I, anything. I, I, I did like Manson. that one because that was great. That the, Tainted no, Love" video yeah. was so good. The video was oh, just garbage. Oh fuck the video! Oh, because the video wasn't the video for that. Not another teenage movie. Yeah, basically, I think so. 
Yeah, for that, that that's what made it good. Dude, when he rolled up in that fucking Lincoln with the fucking hydraulics and shit, that was that was a tight Lincoln. All right. I was just like, and I love that movie. What? I've seen the video for that, seeing the video for that is hilarious. I mean, that's the movie where you get to see Captain America with nothing but shaving cream and cherries on him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I get that, I get that, but like, I'm thinking, you know, that. my first exposure to Marilyn Manson is the like 98 VMAs when he comes out to the podium and gives like a whole ass, you know, oh, yeah. press conference about the United States of America and just fucking all oh. starts of just fucked up. And this it's like, was was that his combine speech? Uh no, it wasn't the Columbine oh. speech. It was okay, before okay. all that. I think it was just all right. before all that. That's all right. You want to know what my first experience of Manson is? When he was just a freaking like kid on TRL in the audience. Oh, he had nice. a lunchbox and shit talking about. Yeah, I have a band. It's called Marilyn Manson, and da, 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 da. And this is before Smells Like Children came out. Yeah, that's a good album. It was. It was. He was. He looked like he was like seventeen. He was super <laughs> young, just he, in he the crowd at TRL. He, he was seventeen when that album came out. Yeah, it was right before it came out. Yeah. It was he was just in the in the audience. They come and ask, talk to him. He's sitting there with his fucking lunchbox. Freaking they probably planted yeah. him. Yeah, yeah he was planted. No, my first exposure to Marilyn Manson was I was looking up Kingdom Hearts two videos on um, YouTube in like ninety nine, ninety eight, whatever. And like I fucking came across a crossover with Kingdom Hearts two's like the nobody enemies. Like the nobodies, yeah. but it was yeah. playing his nobody. It was playing the nobodies in the background. Yeah, uh, it, it was actually a cool video. Like I, I think you can still find it. I looked it up. I looked it up a few years ago. It was for shits and giggles, but it's like one of those good internet relics you could find on like steakandcheese.com. <laughs> where I first learned about poopachu, <laughs> which was literally just it was it was literally just a animation of a Pikachu running through grass and pooping every time it jumped. Jesus Christ. Old school internet fucking... was the best. There was such weird shit on there. <laughs> what what site? Uh, the old school internet was the best. There was just weird shit. <laughs> nah, I mean I, steak and cheese, um newgrounds.com, like those are my fucking Newgrounds is amazing. Oh, did you ever play that retirement home game where you had to like survive a retirement home and like beat a No, I used to play dealer all the time. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, mean, right. I, I played that too. I, I played. Every, I played every game on that site at one point. But there was this one retirement home game where you had to like go through like multiple floors of a retirement home, and like you'd have to go in each like residence room and like play some kind of like challenge game like in the room. And oh, one of the nice. ones you had, one of the ones you had to dildo a fat old lady until she came. <laughs> Dude, Newgrounds wild. Newgrounds is so wild. Yeah, it was. My uncle saw me playing like. He he like girl, he told me before like he doesn't like me playing it, but he caught me playing it one day when I was like thirteen. He's like he's like I don't care if you play that, but don't let your little cousin see you. <laughs> because like in, in other rooms you have to like you know in other rooms you have to like have to help people commit suicide and like in other rooms you have to fight in other rooms you have to like fight an old grumpy navy man. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that sounds like, amazing. It was it was amazing, and I beat it. I beat it once, and then I never played it again. Once I finally beat it after months of trying, I never played it again. Because <laughs> you can get all these, you can get all these power ups and shit, but it was fucking hard. But and yeah, the deal doing the old lady rooms were always the funny ones because you had to like click the click a button so fast to like fucking uh, get her <laughs> off. 
Gotta make Nana come. <laughs> and fucking uh and like the suicide wanted you to like hold down the button again and like push the pillow over their head. <laughs> Just go to sleep, grandma. Just go to sleep. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't even remember any of the other games I really played on there besides that one. But Newgrounds was amazing for years. And like I used to use all those freaking like get through the IP at school to play it. <laughs> so like I, we we and like the site to do that would change like every couple weeks at school because teachers would find out about it and get it blocked. But yeah, I loved but it Nick. before they started putting the parental fucking things on there. We had one. We had to go in for uh, government class, and they told us to go to bush two thousand dot com. It was it was no, not a presidential it. site at all. Should have been org, <laughs> no. but you know somebody <laughs> said or com or instead. Or I freaking or. put that thing in. I was like, yeah. teacher, uh, <laughs> this is not anything to do with George Bush whatsoever. This is porn. Oh, it might be. It might be. It might be Martha Bush. But... <laughs> oh. oh, God. Oh. Ray, Bush, Ray Bush indeed. But You mean, uh, right. you mean uh, Alistair Crowley's daughter? Fucking George yeah. Washington's wife. What the fuck she look like? <laughs> Old Barbara Bush. But, no. <laughs> Fucking up. The album I brought this week, and I am... Yeah, Barbara Bush. Yeah. But the album I brought this week, I am excited about. Because this is the album that got me into Insane Cloud Posse to begin with. I had a mix CD of random songs I downloaded that was like from like 2005 to like 2012. But this CD came out and I saw a commercial for it on Adult Swim or something. And I went and actually, I went to the store and actually bought the CD because the the commercial on Dolls Room was hilarious. And when I bought the CD, it fully immersed me in the juggalo culture. And I bought all their old CDs like in the months that followed. But and we're doing a special version of the CD because they they released originally the red, the blue, and the green version, and each one had a different intro and a different uh, bonus song or two at the end. So this is the this is Bang Pow Boom Nuclear Edition, which is every track from all three CDs put into one. When I die, please don't cry any, cause I'm pumping up and doing this shimmy. Fuck heaven and hell, they can both wait. I'm getting live, freaking this snake. My left eyeball hangs out of my face. When I'm crumping at a murderous pace. Police shooting at me, I bust a hitchhike. I'll break it down any way you like. Come on, you don't even know what the fuck is going on. What they call that? I'm mowing the lawn. They wanna pop me, try to drop me Back spin to a kickstand, they can't stop me Look at me fucking up bad guitar That they shit, so they J-U-T-T-A-L-O All 23 amazing fucking songs I made Chancey and Vito sit through. <laughs> it was all I right. almost yes. wanted to do this to someone else besides Vito. Just to the, I almost wanted to do this to someone else besides Vito because then they would fucking have to listen to 23 ICP songs and Vito probably didn't mind it that much. <laughs> but, it wasn't. I was not a fan of this album, really. I loved... I like. I, I, I started... When I got into ICP was the local radio station. I, I lived in Hollywood, Florida at the time. And they did... Boogie Woogie Woo 
and the Nedden game, they mashed them up and they played that on the radio. And that's yeah. the first how I got into it. And so I got into it with Great Malenko and then I went back and got like I got Beverly Kills because we had the swap meet down there. So you could find all the old shit that you couldn't fucking. There's the only way to find shit like that back in fucking 96 was fucking you had to go to the swap meet or the record store, fucking find some shit. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. It seems, I don't know. I haven't really listened to a lot of the newer stuff. Well, this was actually their first card in the second Joker's deck because yeah. after after the seven Wraith years not and then after the seven years yeah after seven after seven years of the Wraith like being coming out and hell after after seven years of the Hell's Pick coming out which was technically the final card in the first Joker's deck yeah the second the final half of the last card um, I mean then they decided that they need to come out with the second deck because they spent seven years putting out random EPs and just boosting their uh, record label to the best lineup it was at that point. Yeah, after, after their joke, first set of Joker Stars, they started really expanding, uh, bringing in all new, a bunch of new artists and stuff. And then they put out the Black Lotus. That album was amazing. They, well, no. Um, yeah. They're not Black uh, Lotus. The Lotus Dark Bob. Lotus. Dark Lotus. Dark, Lo- Dark Lotus came out. The first Dark Lotus came out in like 2002, 2003 before the during the first Joker. That's class. right. It was before, yeah. Right before the, they signed so. they, they signed Twisted and Bla- they signed Twisted and Blaze while they were still doing the first set, but and then and anybody killed it too like that, towards the end of the first set. But after that, they, they after that they did the competition in 2010 and signed Axe Murder Boys, and then they signed Boondocks, the country juggalo. Boondocks is great. Oh my god, family guy Star Wars is coming on. But um <laughs> Focus, Jen, focus. Return of the Jedi too. Fuck me. But um it's but yeah, I mean they and then they signed they signed X-Men Royce, Boondocks, and then they signed somebody else at that point too. I can't think of them. Oh, I mean they signed Vanilla Ice too during that time, but he didn't even put out one C D in their label. But and they signed Eshom at that point too, but he only put out like two C's in their label, and then he was like, fuck ICP. But and to and to this day, he doesn't really associate with them that much. But and he put out some diss tracks in like 2016 against them. But because apparently Violent J is a dick, as we found out when ICP and Twisted split ways, and Twisted started their own label, and pretty much all of ICP's artists stripped over to Twisted's label. So yeah, it was that whole that whole shit that really sucked. I was, I was that one sucked when they split up. It was a whole but, whole to do. Oh, it was, and I was a huge fan at that point. So, like, I was in the middle of like all that arguing online of like, we need to support both. No, fuck Twisted, they're betrayers. <laughs> and then fuck young, fuck young Wicked because he fucked Jump Stay's daughter and knocked her up. <laughs> yeah, it was that. Uh, yeah, that was a whole situation. It definitely I'm probably did better on, on both sides. It was it was rough because like they did it. Uh, Twisted did a no show at the gathering, and freaking that year that they split up and it was a whole they, they were all juvenile about it really i get why twisted wanted to leave because they were really on par with icp at that point as far as you know album sales and just popularity but it definitely could have been handled a lot better than it was it could have but they also i mean from what i've heard i talked to x murder boys and i talked to um scum and i talked to Lex Hex Master, like at a concert, and like A and B were both saying, like, yeah, Violent J is a dick. Like, and yeah. like, even Scum was even Scum was saying, he's like, dude, if you if you are at like the gathering performing for them, 
Violent J is such an asshole to you in person, like when you meet him, like he acts like he's the biggest shit in the world and he really just he's not, but he I mean, I love ICP, but he is not like fucking Dr. Dre or Ice Cube famous, even though he should be. Yeah. Like if he goes down the middle of the street, I mean when when jugglers were marching in Washington, people literally were like, Who? Like people yeah. were like, Who's ICP? Like anybody who like wasn't like from our generation was like, Who's ICP? But yeah, you gotta love that. that fucking, you know, that gang membership. Fucking son. Yeah, well, well, like Violent J says, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Yeah, and they it's stink. A, it's not an opinion anymore. The FBI made an official gang. Pieces of shit. So my juggalo tattoo is in freaking, I got mine on probation when I was on PO back, probation back in the day. So they had to document my tattoos and shit. So my juggler tattoo is in the F. I'm in the FBI gang database as a gang member because mm. my juggler tattoo it fucking sucks. Yeah, I, I never got, I never got, I never got picked, I never got arrested while I had mine. So yeah, I got mine like while I was on probation. So for when you're on P- probation, they have to document all of your tattoos. Like my PO was like, "Fucking, how many you freaking got?" Because I had them on my back, fucking everywhere. I was like, "Hey, I got another one. You need to take a picture of this one." He's like, "Jesus Christ, dude." But yeah, Bang Pow Boom was this amazing CD, and it got me into ICP completely. And since then, it's just history because it's been 13 years of loving everything that's hatchet. Even though I haven't heard the newest Joker's card yet, because um, Yum Yum Bedlam, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. But it's the first female Joker card, so. Oh, nice. So I think it's a lot of songs about girls being hoes, but mm. no one ICP. I'm, I'm assuming that at least, but <laughs> mostly. So, Chancy, what, what was your review of Bang Pow Boom? Because I think uh, Vito Ray gave his. <sighs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, sir. <laughs> so, like, I, I sigh only because, like, I came in with the first Joker card, the Carnival of Carnage. And... Listening to this in comparison to the Carnival of Carnage is, I'm not even, I can't even describe it. Like, words fail me. And you know that means something, because you know I've got a way with words, Jeremy. Like, words just fucking fail me. I even have honorable mentions on this thing, but I, I gotta say, though, like, It's almost like when the Beatles were like, hey, I'll bet we can put just about anything out and they'll fucking buy it. So they did the Yellow Submarine. That's kind (laughs) of what this whole album felt like to me. There's like one song on here. Two songs. There's two songs on here that I actually like enjoyed. Like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll put this. I could put this on a list. I don't mean no disrespect, man. It's just that's your introduction to the band, but like, you know, I come from old peoples. Like, I come from old circus folk where we get in on the shit when it, you know, get in on the get in. I think you just don't like it because they're carnies. They're not carnies. They are fucking circus because circus has clowns. So they call them the carnival carnival carnage. They (laughs) fucked it up. The dark that's, carnival. That's part of that's part of why I'm salty. Is like they fucking they're misnaming the shit. It's fucked up. Carnies ain't got no clowns. 
Circuses have clowns. Fucking they should fucking motherfuckers if fucking goddamn <laughs> fucking bus were for God. Well, like like Violent J said and fuck the world on off Jekyll Brothers. Gene Simmons, you stole my shit. I don't know. Gene Gene Simmons, Psycho Circus, you stole my shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they uh, dropped Psycho Circus not long before freaking Jekyll Brothers came out. No. Jekyll Brothers dropped the first one they got like like they used to freaking drop ads for it on during uh, WWE. Yep. Oh, that, yeah, because that's when they were that's when they signed that deal with McMahon. But yeah, they were doing their the with the oddities and shit. And they would wrestle the headbangers all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually my first exposure to ICP was in wrestling, but I never. Well, I, yeah. I never. But, I never realized there. I never realized there were rappers at that point. Musically speaking, though, I mean. Well, I mean, the greatest show on earth. When I, when I, when I heard, when I, actually, I bought WWE like the first four CDs of WWE, the music, and at that point, like, I fucking heard the Ati theme song was ICP, and I was like, who the hell are they? <laughs> then I was like, those clowns that used to run in and wrestle the headbangers all the time, like, <laughs> like you don't but, fucking say, huh? And then I become the biggest joke in the world like ten years later, but. <laughs> That's how they get you. They're sneaky. To be live twice now, and it's been amazing shows. But yeah, I've seen I've seen them. I saw them. I've only seen them live once, but it was with it was an amazing show. It was them, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Tech Nice, Nice, and Cosmo. So like two bands that were better than them. Yeah, it was the Halloween tour. Okay, because. On our on our Halloween songs bracket coming up later this month on uh, M Cubed, that's what Thug Pitch one of the songs in the bracket. That was nice. and they played. That was the last song they played for the show. Was freaking they they brought everybody. It was the second to last song. The last song was they played the first the the album. No, we're not sorry if you tricked you that song. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, off the rate. They dropped fucking glitter from the roof at the end, and everybody up front's you know covered in fago and just fucking it was just eyeballs and glitter coming out of the fucking front row. <laughs> but but no, it's funny because I as soon as you said all the artists, I was like, that's Thug Pit. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, cause, that um, was that was the first Hollow Wicked tour they did. Was well, it was never, so good. Well, you got to remember, Chancy, ICP inspired Cottonmouth Kings. ICP inspired fuck them um, too. ICP inspired Bone Thugs and Harmony to a degree. Easy E inspired Bone Thugs and Harmony more than fucking ICP did, sir. They've had, they've said they liked ICP. They, they I looked up the ICP before when they when they they're listening to them when they before they started rapping. I get yeah, that, they're, they're, but they're they was the kicking area, it with Easy E. Bone Thugs is from uh, Ohio. I mean, they're pretty close to Michigan, Detroit, right? But and, and you got and Tech Nine specifically stated he was a juggalo in like his first CD. So. Oh yeah. I won't say fuck Tech Nine because I actually like Tech Nine. Okay, don't you dare, sir. And Tech although Tech he almost got me killed once, if I ever get to meet that man, <laughs> I want to tell him this story. I want to see the look on his face when I tell him this story because it's a story. great. I know you have. I'm not going to say it again, but like for real though, I want to meet Tech Nine so I can like I will pay for a meet and greet pass just so I could be like, you know, you almost got me killed once, motherfucker. <laughs> but, and uh, and just to stick just to stick another interrupt Chancey's ass here, 
Three Six Mafia was inspired by ICP, and that's why they started. Ah, you know. You know what they did though is they saw something and then they were like, you know what, we can do better. Inspired, you say you say inspired, I say they were like, you know what, we can fucking do better. And you know what, they did. Does ICP have a fuck? Does ICP have an Academy Award? ICP doesn't have an Academy Award. do. Because they weren't colored, so they didn't get an MTV. Yeah, the only the only time you could ever I ever saw freaking ICP videos is on the box back in the day, and on and on on Fuse eventually. But, yeah, yeah. too. That another love song was the first video they ever like put out. Because <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. how I found. That's how I got introduced to Twisted because they were in the video, and I was like, "Who the yeah. fuck are these guys?" And then I freaking found out that it was Twisted on the in the video there with them. They were just oh, there yeah. in, like, in the background. Yeah, and Juggalo Homies, they were in the background. Oh, and yeah. Homies, Homies is one of my favorite ICP songs. But it's a lot of people's favorite ICP songs, even those aren't fans. But yeah. Because it's one, it's one of the few that actually played on MTV. But yeah. But all right. Um, well, does that conclude your bitter review there, Chancey? <laughs> I mean, I am, I am bitter, naturally. So, yes, that does conclude my review. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm I'm actually especially better. Fucking, like, I've been sh- I've been I've been, I've been sharpening up the steak knives. Fucking, I hope everybody's ready. For He's still salty what? from yesterday being Columbus Day. Well, <laughs> hey, fuck you <laughs> and your Columbus Day bullshit. Listen, Indigenous people, Indigenous people Day. You damn right it is. <laughs> It's about it. time we get a little something. <laughs> hey, you got casinos? Quit your mind. And they got we had, to, dude, we had to go to college. We had to go to college and realize, oh shit, we can fuck these motherfuckers over. Are you kidding me? Again, I argue. Again, I argue. Hey, that took a long ass time, and it ain't <laughs> happened yet. All right. I keep saying they should just go in there and start fucking doing like the Sooners did. Super Sooners, yeah, just going. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Amanda's gonna love this episode, by the way. How's it feel, Michael? Sure. <laughs> but <laughs> I will do my top five slash ten honorable mentions for the CD first. Jesus, terrible Christ! Hey, at least it's ten, not freaking fifteen or twenty of them, right? Hey, I didn't pull a J. I didn't pull a J. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm in a hotel. I definitely pulled a J. But nah. <laughs> yeah, you can't smoke, but you can come anywhere you want in a hotel. <laughs> you smoke outside. That's all. You put your pants back on and go outside. But <laughs> number 15 was Beautiful Doom because be- Beautiful Doom um, is. All three intro songs from all three CDs put together into one glorious track. I wish I'd have known that because that would have been like my number one. <laughs> oh, you, you can't tell? You can't really tell that it's like three intros put together? No. Because, well, like, if you listen to all of the albums. You yeah, I mean, if you listen well, to all no, of the albums, they, yeah. It, they, it, they introduced themselves three times in that fucking song. Like, at the, same, at the same time, though. I mean, Vito and I were sitting in the same room bullshitting with each other while we were listening to the album. So, I mean, things may or may not have been missed. 
Oh, you bastard, because this is circus music, so I figured you'd love it. Well, no, it's not. I thought that it was carnival music. No, no it's circus music, because to most people, carnivals are, carnivals are just small circuses. Fucking sons of bitches. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Number you should be used to people taking your stuff, Chancy. You'll be all right. I am. It's <laughs> awful. He's used to the goddamn car he's taking his stuff. But number fourteen was "It's All Over" because I didn't hear that song from. I bought the blue version of this of the CD when I first bought it. I didn't realize there were different versions when I first bought it. So it wasn't until I they eventually, eventually they released this that like I realized like there was other songs. But "It's All Over" was a bonus track on one of the other two CDs. I didn't hear that for years, and I love that song. Like, it's a class. It's, it's a classic, like Armageddon song. But number thirteen was Miracle, and this is the song that they that anybody can make fun of because Saturday Night Live did. Huh. Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live did a sketch where. They fucking were. They did the miracles video, music video, but they did it like with their own lyrics. Oh, really? Yeah. And they especially made fun of like the whole like they took the magnets. How do they work? And they turned it to blankets. <gasps> how do they work? <laughs> I forget. I forget who was in the actual video. I, I mean, they'd done ICP. They did like three ICP parodies before that. So like they even had like their own clown names. They're not the real ones, but. <laughs> They're just salty that ICP went on Mad TV and not SNL, (laughs) right? But yeah, um, it's a funny. It's actually a funny sketch. I like it. It's pretty funny. But and Miracle is like one of the more more popular songs now because of that sketch. Because everybody's like, now one of the biggest memes out there for ICP is magnets. How do they work? (laughs) But number number twelve was love. Because I love the idea of being so in love that you're chasing the girl like through traffic and shit, like trying to get catch her. <laughs> like, it's, it's 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 creepy enough. It's creepy, but in a funny fucking way, which is nice piece specialty. It's funny, creepy. But number ten was zombie slide. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Number eleven was in your face. Number eleven was in your face because the music video for that the music video for that song was the first single off the CD, and it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I love the whole bust a nut, threw the rubber out the window, didn't see you stand there, and it hit you, and it, it stuck right in your mustache. Like that whole line is perfect. The best line of that whole song was something wicked, wicked this way comes in your face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's valid. I can't fuck with that. Yeah, I mean, and I love that they opened the CD with like "Insane Clown Posse Never Gonna Die," <laughs> like, like we're back, motherfuckers. After seven years, we're fucking back. Except for fucking Violent J with his fucking heart fucking condition. He, he's still well, performing. That's because he would blow up to like four hundred pounds and then lose like one hundred fifty pounds and then freaking go back up. He yo-yoed a lot. Yeah, he did, and mm-hmm. I mean. He, he and it looked like he was a fucking something at one point, like crack or something. But yeah, he was that time when he lost, he lost a lot of weight. I was like, God damn, you fucking, you on that rock? I mean, he, he he lost a lot of weight, and then I fucking I saw him live, like when he was skinny at one point, and like 
The next contract I saw him at, like a year later, he was fat again. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, and then, and then, like, I, I didn't expect him to be skiing when I saw him at the concert because, like, I saw him before that on ICP Feeder on uh, Fuse. And, like, it was a funny, like, MST3K type thing where they would, him and Shaggy would sit with guests, like, in a movie theater and they'd watch music videos and comment on them. Yeah. And, like, um, Greg the Hammer Valentine was their bodyguard and escort, and whenever they got done with the guest, like he would <laughs> escort them out. And of course, and of course, Violent J's uh, hoe at the time, Sugar Slam, was uh, running the video projector. But <laughs> of course, in all her cuteness, but but yeah, I love uh, fucking in your face because that song is just so it's a classic song. Like every time I hear that, I get so hyped up. Like. But yeah, number ten was Zombie Slide because that's one of the songs that like just makes you like I want to play that at my wedding because that's a good song. <laughs> to along with one that I didn't put, along with one that I didn't put in this list called the Chop Chop Slide. The Chop Chop Slide. They they play that. I hear they play that at the gathering and one part of the gathering like on repeat. <laughs> And like everybody says, like there's always like some drugged out motherfuckers just doing it for like hours. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Three pills of X deep, fucking just chop chop sliding all day. <laughs> but number eight, though. Oh no, number nine was "I'm Gonna Kill You," as you can see by my name on this actual video. But. Because I love, like, the whole, like, K-I-C-K-Y-O-A-S-S. Oh, yes. Like, I love that shit. When you're angry, that song is so fucking amazing. Like, if you're at work and you just go out to your car and blast that shit in your car while headbanging, it's, like, fucking incredible. Number eight was Over a Bitch. Because that's another one of those ones that wasn't on the CD I bought and I found out about it a couple years later and over a bitch is just an amazing song. Like, over a bitch? What the fuck? <laughs> and number seven was Vera Lee, because Vera Lee is a hauntingly good like song about a spirit girl. That's my number like, seven. They actually, two CDs later, two Joker cards later after this one, they do another song like that, where like it's a girl in high school and like, Oh no, it's a guy in high school and like he loves this girl. And, like the whole video is about him like trying to find ways to propose to her. And then like she says no. And like all of a sudden he gets like these like magneto powers and storm powers combined. And he starts like like destroying everything at the school. I think it's called I fucking hate you, but but number six was and my final honorable my final honorable mention was I found a body. Y'all want to see a dead body? <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Because <laughs> no, I found I I found a dead body it has to be in Chancey's top five because it's one of the most dark, disturbing songs ever. It's actually not. It's not even on my list. You bastard. <laughs> I was uh, saying most of my top five was way down your list, <laughs> But I found a body is a fucking amazing fucking song. Plus the skit at the end with like. If you don't, if we don't win your case, we will let you bust in our mouth. 
Like the, the skit, the end of that song is fucking hilarious with the lawyer, like the lawyer commercial. Right. <laughs> ICP does have some great skits on, on all their albums. Because like it came, this came out in 2012, so that's when like a lot of those like lawyer skits were huge on TV. Still, like those lawyer commercials were huge on TV at that point. Still, so. <laughs> so wait, you're kosher with them doing a skit about being lawyers, and if they lose the case, then they get to bust in their mouth. But you get salty when Eminem does a skit where Ken <laughs> Kniff gets a blowjob from fucking ICP. That is you a hip- great skit. You hypocritical ass motherfucker. Yeah, because lawyers, lawyers deserve to swallow my cum. ICP doesn't. <laughs> that Ken Kniff skit was fucking great. Yeah, give it back to Shaggy. He was sucking it better. <laughs> Don't be so violent. Don't be so violent with it, Jay. Say my name. Eminem. What? Give me what? my dick back. Give me my dick back. Get the fuck out of here. What? What? That was a great skit. I, I fucking... I couldn't even not not like it when it first came out. I was like, "You son of a bitch, this shit's funny though." <laughs> You're a dirty no. bastard, but that's funny. No, see, I think I think Slimanius and nothing and ain't nothing but a bitch were better riff tracks. Yeah, but that fucking Ken Kniff skit was fucking. It was hilarious. Yeah, you can't deny hilarious. the you can't deny the Ken Kniff skit. It has its. It was glorious. I took offense to it, but yeah. Of course, they, he took offense to it. They, they squashed their beef, I guess, because like you know, fucking some shit yeah, happened. No, they, they didn't squash their fucking beef. They yeah, fucking they, no. They, they fucking said, said it. Was, they said if they said it, and then they kind of took it back a few years later because they fucking sent D twelve and twisted to go bowl and fucking get over it. But no, so they fucking, used a mediator. They, it happens. It happens in divorces all the time. But they didn't do shit. Because Eminem put out another diss track by ICP like four years later. Yeah, they had or it coming. He... I think I think after Old Boy got killed, I think is when M kind of fucking. Oh. Uh, go, uh, uh, oh my god. Um, I feel really proof, bad about knowing. Proof. 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 Yeah. Well, proof. proof yeah. yeah. Proof. Who? who it was, was crazy. On? He got shot, and then not long after they did that video too. That music video where Proof gets shot in the video. Yeah, he gets shot freaking like six months later or some shit like that, just like that kind of. The last song he was ever on before it was Twisted Song on Independence Day, which was on our show a couple a couple months ago. That how we live with featuring Twisted featuring Proof. Yeah, yeah. D twelve D twelve really didn't have a problem with it. D twelve did a lot of stuff with Twisted and stuff. Yeah. Bizarre, Bizarre and King Gordy were are signed to fucking Twisted's label right now. As a, oh, are as they a now? Duo. Nice. Uh, yeah, La- Last American Rock Stars. Nice. They put out one CD so far. It's amazing, but it's only one CD. But number five for me though was Fonz Pond because the the video for that song is horrible, but I love the fucking song. Like the video doesn't matter because the song's fucking incredible. Like it's an amazing song about dumping a body in a pond. <laughs> But number four, and I sent this to the Master Bears bracket chat earlier because I'm like, this song right here is why ICP is amazing because no other rapper is doing shit like this. Number four is to catch a predator. Samezies. That one was a, that was a good one. Yeah, 
Yeah. Did you bring a condom? Yeah, I bought I bought a six pack of wine coolers. I bought a shot of Jägermeister. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot. Oh, I brought some cores. I brought I brought some condoms and I bought some Cheetos. Why did you bring Cheetos? <laughs> Dude, I miss those two catching predators. Those motherfuckers sitting there butt ass naked eating cookies. <laughs> and here comes right. Chris, Chris Hansen. <laughs> I love the whole part where he's like, chase him down the street and beat the shit out of him. A whole school bus of children saw me, and so the neighbors did too, but no one ever said nothing. <laughs> like, it makes you think of fucking, uh, makes you think of that, of that fucking scene in the. Uh, don't breathe. Don't even breathe. Where, like, the blind man's just like fucking beating the shit out of her in the street and like dragging her back down the street to his house. Like, it's like creepy as shit to think of. But, but who else but ICP writes writes a song about hashtag kill your local pedophile? <laughs> and with such a creative way to catch him too. I love the whole beginning of the song. I, but I mean, I. I love the whole fucking like part in the beginning where it's like, tell mama girl, and I'm only 13. <laughs> Home alone looking for fun. And then they walk in the door, and I walk out with my clown paint on. Like, <laughs> I, knew Chan- I knew Chancey would love it because it's like some Leatherface shit. It is kind of some Leatherface shit. <laughs> but number three, number three is Juggalo Island because the video for that's awesome. And that it to me that to me is like the second homie song kind of. Yeah. Because Juggle Juggle Island is like the next Juggle Homie song kind of. Yeah. Without without twisted, but still it's an amazing fucking song. Mermaid just humming on my balls on <laughs> Juggalo Island. And I and I love the police skit at the end that Violin J does. Where he's fucking like gets pulled and raised like where are you here, Taster? Up your mom's ass. <laughs> Would you even realize he's saying that? Like the first, time, the first time I heard that skit for like a man long time, I didn't hear him say like "up your ass," like "up your mom's ass." Like I, I thought he was actually saying like the name of town or something. Because <laughs> he, he said it, he, he, he says it so fast. Like I thought you were saying like "up up a mazea" or something like that. <laughs> but uh, that whole police skit is hilarious. Cause you're, the, Cause you're some little fuckboy who likes to drive around in a car and go woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, uh, it's hilarious. But number two is our hero, because that was one of the that was a bonus track at the end of Bang Pow Boom on the Blue CD. You had to wait till the end and like the two minutes of silence, and like that would start. And go shags, go shaggy, go. Like Shaggy escaped from a jail to kill his bitch who's been cheating on him and her boyfriend and then like and get back, get back, back in. <laughs> like it's <laughs> just like it's classic Shaggy Two Dope song. Like and eventually I'm gonna bring on his newest solo album too that came out like four or five years ago, which was hilarious. Cause they, they he finally explains what they call him stretch nuts. <laughs> Let's but meet number... contestant number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one for me, of course. And if you couldn't guess this, Chancey, then you don't know me. My number one was Boing Boing. Of course it was. Because <laughs> all the bitches want to fuck me, this home, this sexy boy named Jay. 
<laughs> Instead of I violent J, it's conceited jab in this motherfucker. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've blasted that song after getting laid, like back in 2012, 2013. When I, when I was working as a fucking pizza delivery guy. Actually, this album, oh no, the, the nuclear edition came out in 12. Bang Pow Boom came out in 09 originally. Like the three CDs came out in 09 because I was working as a pizza delivery guy, like 09 and 10. And like I would get laid all the time by customers and shit. I would like go back to their house after work. Uh, I, was like, I was like, just trading off pizza for pussy, huh? Uh, and I got a, and I got a B, and I got a BJ from a $20 hooker while I was learning pizza. But, <laughs> but, I, I think her boyfriend wanted crack, but she smoked, she sucked dick like a pro. So, <laughs> hey, but, twenty bucks, twenty bucks. Exactly. <laughs> From one fat man to another, we get that. But, <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah. And I used to blast this song after I'd get laid after work. I'd be riding home like fucking drinking while driving, smoking a blunt, and being like, "This song we blasting," and I'd just be like, "Cause all the bitches want me." <laughs> <laughs> But so yeah, boing boing stuff for my number one, and I forget what song it is. The other skits on it, like I don't think I put it on my list. But the the one other skit that's fucking hilarious is the one where it's like the guy at the play. Actually, there's two other skits that are hilarious. The guy, the one, the one guy at the playground is like, I wonder if the if the teacher will notice when I push him on the swing. <laughs> like the fuck, like the like the fucking pedophile in the bushes, and like he gets the call. <laughs> And then at the end, with the Bang Pow Boom, during Bang Pow Boom, when like he, in the beginning when he's at the carnival, he's like, "I thought this was a carnival. What are all the sexy children?" <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's like what the fuck. <laughs> like, but they did a song called "To Catch a Predator," so they caught a predator, right? But and the, the other skit is like, of course, they had to do the redneck skit, which actually brought back the Carnival Carnage skit, or not Carnival Carnage skit, the Riddle Box skit. Yeah, where he's where it's like, boy, boy, I'm feeling a little horny over here. Go get your sister. <laughs> but they brought back like the same voice, and he's like, get me a beer. You drink on my beer, woman. You and the Wookie and the Whooping. Wookie and the Whooping. Jesus Christ. But, he's, but sounds like Chancey's childhood, but basically. <laughs> Minus the Except for instead of beer, it was fucking booze, like whiskey. <laughs> Vito, what were your top five? Uh, my number five was the Bone. Oh, I, I yeah, I do. I love the end of that song too. Uh, my number four was In Your Face, solely because of the one line. <laughs> Wait a minute did you love Did you love the skit at the end of the Bone where it's like, oh. I would love some cookies. How about some Thin Mints? Mister, your voice <laughs> is kind of scary. <laughs> uh, my number three was Bang Pow Boom. Uh, see, I, that's the one song I could always skip over after the first time I heard it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was it was classic ICP type of song. It is, yeah. It's like Carnival Carnage intro. My number two was Zombie Slide. It's, it's just a catchy tune. Like it's it's great. I like it. And then my number one was Juggalo Island, of course. Number one was what? Juggalo Island. Okay, I thought you said Juggalo. I'm like, okay, that's like <laughs> nine CDs off. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Juggalo Island. The video was great. <laughs> the song is great. 
Yeah, the, the video is just literally taken at the gathering on the float. Yeah, yeah, you can tell they're just filming at the gathering and fucking doing their shit. They just they just did it for another music video for like their new CD. Oh yeah, I saw them. I saw them advertising online like, "Hey, if you're coming to the gathering, we need a bunch of sexy juggalettes to be in this video because we need to look like we get pussy all day." Yeah, I went to the uh, Riddle Box when they were doing the tours for the original Joker's Cards and the Riddle Box tour. Yeah. And they, towards the end, they freaking brought up all the bitches and shit. Fucking had them fucking show their titties and whatnot. <clears throat> yeah. I, oh, I've, I've watched so many Juggalette uh, pageants on, at the gathering on YouTube. <laughs> and the wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you have. Baby. I bet you oh, there, there's a great Pornhub album out there uh, called uh, Gathering of the Juggalo Pictures. Oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Vito's writing it down right now like, Look this up later. <laughs> Put this in my fucking will watch later. <laughs> no, no, nothing like, oh, nothing like spank with nothing like fat girls in clown paint. Tell you what. Nothing, <laughs> like, nothing like some girls in clown paint showing their assholes. Fuck yeah. Because actually, that's funny. Because <laughs> at, 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 at the job I had before, at the job I worked at for the company I work for now, my two co workers, that's all they knew about ICP is there's a video they saw on YouTube of this guy at the gathering, like interviewing people that. At just interviewing people, and he's like, and like the one guy he asked, he's like, so how do you? He asked the guy, he's like, how do you get girls in here? And he's like, he just, and the guy just yells out, he's like, hey, ladies, show me your asshole. <laughs> but, but Chancy, what are your top five, sir? So I got three honorables on this. Yeah. Uh, number eight is our hero. Uh, number seven is uh, Vera Lee. Uh, number six is I'ma Kill You. Uh, number five was The Bone. Yeah, I wanted The Bone on, but it was just too many songs at that point. Number four, <laughs> number four was yeah, right. No shit. <laughs> number four was To Catch a Predator. Yeah. Uh, number three was uh, Fawn's Pond. Yep. Uh, number two was uh, Bang Pow Boom. I knew you'd put that on there. I knew it. Well, it was my first time hearing the fucking song, so of course I'm going to put it on there. It reminded me of that old school shit. Well, uh, third is I'm, I'm going to Kill You Too is also a regular old school ICP song. That's also yeah. valid. Yeah, that's, that's why it's on the honorables. But uh, my number one... Naturally, it, as it has been with every other time, the intro. Juggalo <laughs> Island. Yeah. No, actually, it was the intro, and then I, you, you kind of beat me to the punch. But like, <laughs> it was the intro, and then also Juggalo Island, because I, 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 I was like, yeah, you know, it, it's a good one. It's a good album or a good song. Fucking. Well, yeah, I mean, and it's like reminiscent of homies because see, right. Bang Pow Boom. After listening to that, like I went back to all their, old, I listened to, like all their, I listened to them from beginning to end, like all their CDs, like multiple times in my old data entry job, and like Bang Pow Boom just basically they kind of they kind of did with the second deck joke cards. They kind of made each one similar to that number from the first set, right? Yeah, because like Bang Pow, Bang Pow Boom is known to Carnival Carnage. Mighty Death Pop has uh, a lot of 
Actually, I like Mighty, Mighty, Mighty Death Pop. Mighty Death Pop was was probably my favorite one so far. The new ones. Mighty Death Pop had three fucking CDs on it. Yeah, a fucking a, a fucking a fucking cover a cover a cover CD of all covers, a fucking the main Joker's card, and then the fucking one one CD that was just a sex song that was like a half hour forty five minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the main Joker's card is the one I was to do. My buddy had it, and it, I like that album. I, I like it. I mean, it had it had a lot of big stars on. It. Like they had a lot of guests on it too. Yeah, they had. Uh, that's the album. They had uh, one of the guys from Three Six in one of the songs. They, he did a couple of them. They actually did a group, had, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they, Killjoy Club. I, I yeah, Killjoy Club. I I, I keep telling Chance I want to bring it on eventually. I mean, Killjoy Club is a good one too. It was pretty and then, good. And then, and then the rest of Three Six Mafia basically go die. So. <laughs> But I mean, and Young Wicked uh, fucked Violent J's niece and got her pregnant and then left the label really fast. Because apparently Jump Steady was letting him live on his couch. Yeah. While, while he was living on his couch, he fucked Jump Steady's daughter. Wasn't she like 16 at the time? No, 17? no. She was like 18. 18. Oh, she was 18? <laughs> she, she was 18 or 19. Like, she just got... Why is Casey in the back of Vito's? <laughs> Because I'm downstairs. Cause he's downstairs and I'm upstairs in the podcast room. That's so funny. <laughs> he didn't recognize the background from all of his previous. Oh, well, okay. I mean, I guess it's be- I guess it's better if she's walking through the background than. What's your beef with me, fast. Jeremy? <laughs> Nothing. I just want to make sure you're not doing anything to my boy Chancy. <laughs> no. Um. Do you say that milk in the fridge is good? What milk? That you got Roxas in his stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Is it fresh? No. Okay. No, I filled it up from this morning. And I mean, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure you're not coming out of the bottom of Vio's desk or something. Nah, nah. <laughs> That's my desk. <laughs> well, she, she might be still under there from where you work today. Mine is my bed in my chair. <laughs> Are you talking about your flashlight? You leave my flashlight out of this. <laughs> Gwendolyn did nothing to you, sir. Gwendolyn. <laughs> hey, I own a flashlight, and they are a pleasant toy. <laughs> I'm not okay. even surprised in the slightest, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got one of those asses too, don't you? No, one of those what? You know, silicone asses. The whole fucking ass. No, no, I, I ain't wasting that much money. I wasted that one. <laughs> yeah, he's so looked into it though. He's looked into it though. So, and I haven't, and I have been able to fucking use my flashlight since I moved in the house with the kids. So, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Daddy, what's this? <laughs> it's Daddy's flashlight, kids. Daddy's flashlight. <laughs> but, all right. Well, next week on the show. We have Jess Rosen coming on, and I've I forget what CD she's bringing, and I gotta ask her if she wants if she still wants to do the same CD. So, and we'll figure out our CDs during the week Actually. and figure it out. Yeah, hey, I so. behaved myself today. I don't want to hear it. But yes, and Vito did a very good job behaving himself. Nancy, <laughs> make sure to make sure to give him his reward once we get done. I believe you offered him a handy for behaving. <laughs> I don't know you know about no them big ass hands? No, fuck, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the old thunder thimble. Yeah. 
Chance is like, all right, let me get my, let me get my tweezers out, Vito. I'll be right there. Yeah, all right. Hey, but, Andy's a handy, right? <laughs> we thank Vito for coming on because it's been fun getting him on here. Vito, any socials you want to give before you say before we say goodbye? Not really. I mean, you can find me on Facebook. Other than that, I mean. And he ain't going to tell you the name, or you can find him on there, so. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> I don't like new people mostly, so fuck <laughs> I mean, if they go through my shit, they'll find him that way, so. Yeah. You, you, have, really. a lot of, you have a lot of fucking friends, so they have to really look. <laughs> not really. No, Dude. I tag him in dumb shit, like, daily, so <laughs> it's not hard I to find me on there. <laughs> I, I noticed, but. <laughs> Chancy, where can they find you, good sir? Oh, goodness, the list begins to grow. Uh, outside of this glorious podcast that I am on now, I am also on the Bracket Bastards podcast. And uh, you can find me in the Book of Faces under my name. And uh, on Instagram and TikTok under the Red Eye Roundtable which is a uh, project that I am slowly, slowly developing. Just like any red eye, it has to go through a lot of assholes first to get that red eye. (laughs) It's not a pink eye. It's a red eye. It only has to go through one, really. (laughs) (laughs) As always... You could find us on Facebook as the Paranormal Than Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcasts with S group. And you could find me at us on Twitter and the gram as that Juggalo Bastard. You can find us on YouTube to search Maniacal Music Musings. And you can find us on TikTok as Juggalo Bastard Podcasts. We are almost at three quarters of our episodes up on TikTok. I haven't done any in a bit because it's a pain in the ass. But. <laughs> We thank our listeners for listening, and we'll be back next week for another amazing show with your musers. Yeah. And remember, wicked clowns never die. Never. You know what would be the shit that's tripping the sun? What if we had our own island, man? I got my toes in the sand watching hoes play volleyball. It's summertime and I'm feeling jolly all food on the fire. Boats in the water and taking time off from my cereal slaughtering here for the weekend. Me and these friends, sunny sunshine, blue skies never end. There's a mermaid waiting me to come in. Underwater on my ball, she's humming. Smoking on a flat one, we come to have fun. I got my dick in your hot dog bun. Pouring up shots for everybody that's sipping. Let's get loose now, skinny dipping. Don't hate me. Cause the speedo I'm wearing Got your girlfriend staring We out here, sky so clear Ice cold beer, suntan topless Bitch, come over here On Juggalo Island We And they all coming over soon Have a new out I'm getting blue out Come over here if you ever get through out We got a place for ya Never will ignore ya Got a hot plate and a drink We're gonna pour ya Corpse on the grill Plays on the one-two And around here the dead have fun too Sniffs in the water from we see you Doing flips in the air on the sea Do no cops 
Unless they're pouring up shots Unless they're helping us smoke these crops Surfing on the big one Have a big fun Fucking with a big fat one under the sun Letting them hang Doing our thing Listen to them up and down the beach Everybody sang I juggle on Ha ha ha! 